welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Dio. Let's talk. My guest today is another talented guest to join me. Uh, his name is Elvis Matos. Welcome to the show, bro. How you doing? How you doing, bro? Thank you for having me, man. Ah, it's an honor. It's an honor. So, what you been up to, bro? You're, you're a busy guy. You're, you got bodybuilding. You got your YouTube. You got your uh, clothing brand. Uh, you're an army veteran. What don't you do? Man, uh, <laughs> I appreciate all the accolades, first of all, bro. Um, that's going on right now with my life pertains and revolves around all of those things that we just uh, we just went over points uh, points about. I just got out of the gym this morning, so I got my routine going as always. By the end of this year, I intend on hopefully competing again, and then going to the next year and looking at how the uh, new scheduling for the new up-and-coming season looks for that. Uh, the clothing line, I was actually working on that just before we got on, as a matter of fact, because that's something to me personally that because I'm such, you know, because I'm so low down in the totem pole right now, mm-hmm. it's just me. So I'm every position under the under the sun. I'm everything from marketing to uh, managing to that's promoting everything. That's completely, 100%. <laughs> So uh, I just got to do what I do. And then uh, as far as the clothing brand, I have a lot of products right now that I'm actually in the works with a partner of mine in Lynn uh, who does his own clothing brand and he has his own name and his own variety. He, he's got just not only has he's got a good, does he have a good name behind him, but he's got credibility and just a solid story rags to riches type of situation he's just a blessed dude that I, I i'm just grateful to be a part of working with that's dope that's dope that's dope man got a awesome a lot of awesome things going for you bro now let me ask you you said you so you do actual bodybuilding right youtube actual bodybuilding yes so uh your actual bodybuilding um you're, you're, when you say you're, you're now you're going into like some tournament, like to to, uh, I, to compete. So the way that it works is you start off as an amateur and you work your way up based on how many competitions you win. Um, it can all depend on whether or not that competition is allowing you to promote or giving out. Uh, pro cards as they call them in the industry and so I'm an amateur as we call it right now Um, I've done three shows up to this point I needed to get my feet wet understand how it all works from the in and out and now that I have that down packed I'm looking at not only refining the package that I brought the last three times that I've been on stage but I'm also looking to better on top of it but just aside that my entire strategy with bodybuilding is to get to know the entire business plan I want to know how the back and behind the scenes works because to me that's where I feel like the real money is I'm I'm a fan for as long as I've been as many years as I've been so I know as much as the next guy Um, but that's, that's pretty much it and what I've noticed is a lot of those guys don't really do anything more past the, uh, the competing um, because they don't set themselves up well enough uh, on the back end with businesses or, you know, deals complements what they're already doing and what they're about with their business and their brand. And that's where I'm at currently. And I'm totally okay 
okay with the slow process because ultimately the competitions allow me to get on stage. That's great. But the real thing to me is getting to put them on eventually down the line. That's dope, man. That's dope. Um, do you consume a lot of calories? Like, do you have your 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 meal prep and and, and what you're gonna eat for the day and all that? In the process right now of putting on ten more pounds. I'm a, I'm at 175. I want to get up to 185, and then after that, I'm gonna go up to about 195, and then bring it down to about 185 again. Now. The reason I'm doing that, and I'll explain the method behind that in a second, but the reason I'm doing it is so that I can put on quality more mass so that when I come to the point of preparing for a show, I can refine that and make it look as aesthetic as I would say, uh, or as appealing as possible to bring that package onto the stage. The process as to why I'm doing that pertains to the strategy of gaining the muscle or gaining the mass necessary. A lot of people, dirty bulk, meaning they eat whatever they want and just pack on the size, it is what it is, ah, and then go work out as heavy as possible. Me, I do it clean, so it's more controlled, it's more sustained, and you have better control based on what you know you're putting onto your plate every time you're eating. So I understand the caloric intake that I have to put in. So the way that works is when you're burning calories, you want to be in a deficit. You want to be losing more than what you're eating. When you're put building up, you want to be putting and putting you want to be putting away more than what you're burning. So it's kind of flipped around. The way that I'm ultimately doing it is so that all the dirtiness and all the junk foods don't leave me with like a long-term defect that I don't want just because I was trying to aim for a prize. So I'm, I'm hungry for this, but at the same time, I'm conscious that my health is still what I still have by the time all this is over. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you want to do it, but you want to do it right. You don't want to go sloppy and, and, and all this. Have you, have you watched all these, like, I can't remember the name, but it, it's like, I think going on four parts of this, like bodybuilding. Yeah, I can't remember the name. I know I've seen a couple of them on on Netflix that they go behind the scenes of all. Oh, you know, you're talking about like pumping iron and Generation Iron and those types of film documentaries. Yeah, I watched those most definitely. Matter of fact, back during the years that I was in the army, I actually spent excuse me, I spent a good amount of my free time uh, during my deployment to Afghanistan watching a lot of YouTube videos and uh, pretty much buying and renting a lot of films on, on the web so that I had something to watch on my laptop there at the time. And all of those films, or at least any one of them, I think that came out at the time, I deployed in 2014. So I think I just had Pumping Iron at the time, which is the, like the old school one from the 70s that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a part of. And to be honest, that with like a, a couple of different mixes of a few things is was like the inspiration behind why I chose to do it this way and why it appealed to me more to be healthy about my body and just a bunch of other things. Yeah, man, I, I've seen a lot of like, like, uh 
I try to be fit, man, but it's just the way my my the way I I, I inhale food sometimes. It's just I'm hungry. I'm hungry, you know. It's no shame in that game, my bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just hungry. It's it's difficult. Um, yeah, I've, I've watched a lot of like those 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 videos, those movies, clips, and and they either inhale creatine, all these protein sh- shakes, like like water, and you know, eat whatever, and then you just go to work out and work out. And, like, I feel like they're hurting, in a sense, their body or whatnot. I agree. I mean, at the end of the day, we're not doctors, right? So we can't necessarily say, and even that goes only so far. Um, so it's really up to the individual. And that's that's my biggest approach to it, is not just knowing that, you can easily damage yourself with anything you eat or vice versa if you don't eat enough. But ultimately, it's up to you to know if what you're doing is working for your goal or not. You're going to have everybody tell you the most generic thing or, you know, as much as they know or as much as they have in their arsenal or you have a few that will give you their experience and you do something with it. But ultimately, you can only just take all that and cherry pick what you can apply you can individualize it to you so at the end of the day one man's uh, trash is gonna be another man's treasure if i'm really simplifying it facts 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 what so like and yeah for you don't ever discourage yourself bro yeah you start whenever you feel and the only thing is the consistency yeah getting up is always the hardest part yeah i started um as of uh, as of I don't want to say as of lately I I've, I've been trying to I've been going through some shit you know so you know I look at myself in the mirror and I have to take accountability and quite honestly what I you know what what reflects in my mind is not reflecting what I see in the mirror you know it has to have a balance mm. you know if I'm strong in my mind Absolutely. it's supposed to be strong, strong within my body so uh, as of lately I, I you know I I don't I, I I like I grew up with a lot of people that like weightlifted and it just like after a while you know I got where I wanted but it just the heart started hurting my body as I grew um I started for like six months I started doing jujitsu which is like has put me in um an excellent physical form but the only thing you it's not noticeable because I, I consume so much carbs like carbs right. for me you know like it's like I grew up in Puerto Rico so like uh, every morning it's, it's coffee with a, with a big ass bollo de pan with mantequilla and, and that's it you know so I'm a carb lover so but as of lately I've you know I've been hitting more uh, to try to get my stripes and, and my knowledge in jiu-jitsu just I've, I've, I've lost some weight Lost somewhere. I've gotten better. And that's always the win. That's always the win. I mean, really, it doesn't really matter. People really only get trainers because they themselves don't feel like they know where to even start. Mm-hmm. You already have a mile in your own shoes when it comes to the stuff, bro. And that in, in and of itself sets you apart. Your consistency and your want for it says it all. Jiu-Jitsu is not something to play with. I'll tell you that right now. No. The discipline it takes to do something like this, I salute that 100%. Dude, um, what I immediately thought when you were talking about that was 
Yeah, I see the same structure build with sumo wrestlers. It looks like they might be fat, but these cats is yeah, yeah, walking they, tanks out here in these yeah, streets. Yeah, they're brawling. Yeah. And not something to play with. That's, that's facts. That's facts. Um, when when did you decide, like, when did you start this journey with, with bodybuilding? Oof, all right. Is it something it started you know, way always had? No, believe it or not. No, no. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is, is I grew up be mad dyslexic. I didn't have no coordination. Um, I wasn't even like good to keep up with the homies, yo. <laughs> I couldn't keep up with none of the boys who knew what they were talking about with the sports and played the sports. Like, there's two types, and sometimes you had those who just do both. You had those who were knowledgeable with the sports and those who were just athletic with it. And then those other cats just did both. I couldn't keep up with any of it. I had no game in that, in that space, bro. I had no way. I didn't survive. So what happened for me was after high school, yeah, right after high school, kind of like right around college time, me and my dad were going to the going to the YMCA uh, just by ourselves, just doing our own thing. And YMCA is where me and my pops started off at. Uh, he started going to lose weight. I started going to gain. I was like 126. I wasn't. I, I was nothing, bro. And it, it got in me to join the military right in that time. Mostly because I just wasn't good with school. Like academically, I'm not that good either. So like, yo, you're not good with sports. You're not good with school. You're not good with like just regular activities because you're a kid you don't know what you're really good at what your gifts are at that point yet i'm just gonna look at the one thing i guess is gonna be easiest because they explained it or they dumbed it down military and that's how that kind of happened it was a mix if i didn't do that i was kind of just gonna ruin myself in the streets and mess around with wrong crowds and go through that kind of situation i'll get into that at some other time yeah uh, I, I worked I worked with my dad at the YMCA to build my body so that I could join, pass all their tests, and then from there, the military was all about fitness. So it was just eight years of that. Uh, I found bodybuilding in Afghanistan, as a matter of fact. It just stumbled upon me, or I stumbled upon it. Yo, the last place you'd expect. And it happened helping a lot of my guys out train when we were off to just go train together we would uh we would do our jobs during the day and then by the end depending on whatever hour we got off the gyms were usually good about being open most hours of the night we got that work in every time we could it was like the biggest thing that we kind of looked forward to besides eating was it was it very like stress relieving when you when you hit the gym oh like, man you lift like Yo, when I tell you, bro, that the gym, it's it saved me in more occasions than I, I, I have even stopped to give it credit for. And since really reminiscing properly now on all of that, I understand that it's not just something that I can just go to and do. It's not like a country club, or, and it's not something that most people already dismiss and don't even think of. It's like my anchor. I have to do that. Otherwise, it completely throws, like, this individual off. Like, Elvis is not there. 
when you don't inc- uh, when you don't add that into the mix. And I, I don't mean to be so like dramatic about it, but after so many years now, pretty much thing or just being a human being and falling off right. the gym and getting back, it's part of your life. I saw within myself. Uh, on top of my PTSD, it wasn't helping me to not go. And going really helped me focus more, keep my drive in what I was doing. And yeah, the appeal was cool, but I mostly used that to my advantage towards working my brand. I I carry myself like a brand, so that complements what I already do. And so the better looking I can maintain myself, the better I'll have overall towards my business and that's kind of like a low-key business model that i follow for myself no i I, yo that's that's straight up facts you know it's this is the commitment you have for it and that commitment is going to help you uh be better in so many areas of your life like right now you said your pst uh ps uh, i can't fucking spell that out um ptsd PTSD, there you go. It helps you with that, gives you focus, which is really what we need as people, as men, to be able to p- be productive and and provide a, a positive, better environment to progress for us and for the people around us. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. I I feel that one hundred percent. See, I grew up in in um. I grew up in Puerto Rico. I didn't. I, you know, I I didn't have you know. The experience you had in the army, but where I grew up was very traumatizing for me, right? Um, a lot of pressure. Uh, so it was it's, growing up, it was uh, its own war zone for itself, right? So like I would, and you don't even realize it when you're in it. Yeah, like me, my therapy was playing basketball. Like I, that was my therapy. I, I, I was really good at it, right? Really good at it. And you know, people would go and uh, they play just as a game, or they try to make make it competitive. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm very competitive, but for me, that wasn't that wasn't it. It's my therapy, right? Like you and your gym, Um, and that's that's the way when I first initially joined jujitsu became my therapy. Like, I look forward going to it. You know, getting choked out, get tap out, whatever the case may be, as fucked up as it sounds, it's it's uh, it's helped me in some way or form. You know, I completely get that, bro. I completely get that. And to to add to that note, it it really really is a lot deeper than what anybody else just looking for. You know, a kick can uh can get out of it when the approach becomes a you versus you yeah when you're not making it about anybody else and anything else and your focus is on the fact that you know you have yourself to go up against you got to get up in the morning you got to be the one to decide to do the right thing with your diet you got to be the one to decide to continue not only doing that decide to stay away from the crowds or away from friends or certain family members that d- despite you loving them or caring about them they may not be conducive towards your ultimate goal and that uh, that's a lesson that we have to learn throughout the years that we do what we do because see if we're passionate about what we're doing enough uh, 
to continue moving to that next step. And it's not going to get any easier. The bigger you become in your element or in your lane, and whatever big looks to you is what it is to you, because again, it's you versus you, it will only continue or only serve to become a bigger challenge for you later. You're your biggest challenge. You always will be. You're the one who has to get past yourself to get to the next thing that you're going to. So when you look at it through that uh, that mindset, it's a completely different game changer. Facts, facts, 100%. 100%. Now, let me ask you, like, how was it when you, like, when you first joined the military, was it everything you expected to be? It was and it wasn't. It was a mix of both. In the beginning, obviously, I was... You know, bushy brown, wet behind the ears, tusabe, mm. fresh, freshman, freshman, fresh meat. So I, I went at it happy go lucky like everybody else. Tell me how, well, the first thing that happens to me getting to my what we call duty station. So you go through basic training and then advanced individual training, and then you go to your duty station. I get to my duty station, bro, and the first thing I do is get lost from the group I'm supposed to be a part of. <laughs> so, <laughs> talk about having a great first impression. I'm out here losing my freaking mind, trying to do my own thing, lollygagging, and everybody else is doing what they're supposed to, figuring it all out. And that's just like a testament to a lot of how... <laughs> how my life prior to that beginning was it was just like everything was just in shambles all the time so getting into that mix it really structured me it set me up so that was that, that definitely was expected I knew that the structure was going to give me a, a better view of things a better clarity and it did and then the, the downside honestly man is it's like any other organization you have your favorites you have your bozos you have uh the ones you do the work for and they got the credit you and everything in the mix you have them all under the sun they're all under the same scope it's different faces but the personality types don't really change too much it's really just become a matter of like who's who and where they're at so you'll either be answering to some dickhead or you'll be serving with somebody you're gonna love the rest of your life and you you, you just don't know and I left with I left with good and bad um, like anybody else should so anybody who approaches me about it I give them the real you only know if it's for you by going and trying it out and if you don't and you hesitate, that could already be a sign for you that that may not be what's for you. If it's something that you can see yourself really applying your life to, give it your ultimate. Don't go into it expecting anything. You're only going to get what you put in. But that aside, um, negative for me, all I'm going to really say is, is it, there, there were lessons well learned because they helped me mature into the better individual I'm becoming because it's an ever-growing uh, journey. It's not something that you're just going to master yeah. in 30 years. But, but isn't, that, isn't that amazing how much fucked up shit we have to go through, how much pain and sorrow and headaches and stress to get to a place that all we seek is peace? And understand yo you what's crazy is the way that you just spoke that and, and the way it reached me is it only spoke to me in this 
this one relationship that I that I that I carry because he's no longer with me um, of of a friend of mine who saw me in a potential light that I didn't even see myself at the time yet and losing this soul losing this life kind of kickstarted me into realizing people not only care about you but you care about them and what they actually say to you because how you feel right now without them here it, it it's it's one of those things that's like you just want to make them proud because you kind of feel like you have that that guilt but responsibility but sense of understanding that what they saw in you it wasn't just about you they literally loved you enough to know and see that despite your mess ups despite your slip ups or despite whatever you may have going on you were a better individual than at that particular moment you yourself believed and that push helped me really believe with my own self-confidence that i deserve that and not in a weird way man losing him made me realize that i'm worthy of what he was always giving me at a time that i didn't believe in it myself and that's just shown with everything else that i do now so it's like bro you 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 just you you got to take advantage of the moments because you don't know how many you have and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what goes on in this life at the end of the day if you're not happy and you're not fulfilling what it is that you're supposed to be doing for others around you as well you may as well just be you may as well just be doing life the way you're doing it i don't know <laughs> let me not get too too no it's too it's, deep. it's true it's true man it's true you know that's why a lot of us say fuck a nine to five and start working how we want and living how we want and, and caring how we want you know like it's it's, yeah. it's like you it's like you you know you right now like we're in 2021 right the way the words the 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 way the the world is going is all computers and technology it's like we as human are, are losing our sense of emotions and understanding and we're coming to become robots right and mm-hmm. program and we're programmed to say hello and like everybody and love everybody but that's just not real you know there's always a fucking camera and you work with that annoys the shit out of you right yeah so completely there's always that dickhead boss that wants to get all the credit and and do shit right so there there isn't enough empathy yeah that's what it sounds like you're saying yeah we're losing we're losing you know not to mention like you know taking this aside you know we're talking over video right me and you boom boom for for the people who listen to audio version you know we're we're talking through video right but yeah there's people right. spend all their day through fucking text messaging and you know writing something that it's not really like they could take it either way because they're not showing their emotion right 
that that desensitization is that even a word my fault <laughs> but that disconnect yo oh man yeah here's, here's an observation i've made and i don't say this lightly but that's way too common than it deserves to be especially at a time when we're supposed to be waking up more and coming together more and being more supportive amongst ourselves as entrepreneurs or uh, uh, woke individuals or whatever other titles we want to give ourselves. Um, and the reason I say that you know, is because it's just so funny how people live in that and don't notice it for themselves because they don't want to believe that they're capable of producing it it just mind boggles me because it's like it's it's a trap that sets yourself up to be deeper in that hole only way out of something like that is through empathy only way out of that is through submitting yourself and like without even trying to go too much into it that really opened me up to understanding I think to me like some of the real reasons why religion can be so beautiful or uh, uh, spirituality can be so beautiful because it opens up perspectives in you that allow you to accept other beings that you otherwise wouldn't care to understand and so it's good to talk most people love to do that because it just feels good in the moment it sounds good but when it comes to acting on it and living it most folks only feel that pain when they're the ones up next on that chopping block not the ones ready and able to make a change and give and so it's carrying yeah yeah it's 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 definitely a it's just it's definitely a like communication right so like it, it's all about sometimes what you're saying and then now is it's the other person's uh uh chance to listen so are you listening and if you're listening what are you saying you know so it, it's a give and take so if you if you surround yourself with people that are not listening but then you're you're not doing what you need to also see what you're saying it's not going to work and right now we live in that by definition you know yo kid <laughs> beautifully said people are listening to people listen to speak not listen to understand or comprehend better yet yeah yeah 100% it's like it's like rapid fire or it's like Act, act and react where does it start the chicken or the egg who's who 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 decides to be the bigger quote-unquote person and then is that met and understood that that's what's being done so then progress can be made but only progress can only be made when it's being reflected and you can only reflect something that you already recognize you can only recognize when you know you have it within yourself. So if you're not already believing you're capable, you're not gonna see the beauty that somebody else is trying to show you when they're trying to do better with you. Cause you are gonna think that they're gonna be all, that people for some reason think that that's a strategy to 
take more advantage of a person. And so they end up doing more advantage taking than anything else. And do you see what I'm saying? How that, yeah. how that cycle just kind of yeah. eats itself up, bro? Yeah. It's insane. So em- empathy and selflessness are two of the biggest pillars that you, you right there, man, are knocking out. It's way more needed and it's, it's way too comfortable that it's not, that there's not above it. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So like, let's talk about, Let's talk about your brand. Like, when, like, how did that come up? How did you start saying, I'm going to do this? Uh, EJM are my initials, Elvis Junior Matos. Aesthetics, what's pleasing to the eye, so things that I find appealing. And apparel is just clothing. What I wound up doing with apparel, though, is I switched the, the A and the E. Mm. And a lot of people give me slack every now and again for it. But I keep saying it's it's a purposeful strategy because I want you to notice yeah. that the thing is like messed up. So like yeah. your curiosity takes you to where I, to what I'm doing. Yeah. So yes. um. Yes. 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 I started it in 2016. If I'm going all the way back, it, it happened in the middle of my living room. I was just watching TV, and an idea popped up in my head that I had to draw out. Originally, it was just a, a torso of a, of a man that I drew, and it, it's just an aesthetic figure, muscular, um, and it became one of my one of my logos that I have now. It started just as an idea in my head. I drew it out, took it to a pro to clean it up, and then from there, I added it to a tank top, a sweater, a hat, and a t-shirt that I wore till it dropped, you know, uh, because I believed in it that hard at that time. And so 2016 was that year that everything really just clicked and it birthed. My biggest reason for taking the leap was listening to Les Brown that summer. Hearing his speech, uh, when, hearing all, all three of what, all three of his like most popular speeches, Yo, the way I can only describe that is like like a switch and it just clicked on me uh, it, it just flipped on and this 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 trip this feeling this this need to want to speak to want to be on a stage to want to set my stuff and really give people and then understanding this pain that I've been through we talked about it earlier understanding why I'm so technical about those things and, and why in my head they're so clear I put all that stuff together and I understood that to do it, I had to take a gamble. I had to understand I'm not gonna know what it is yet, but I have to jump on the journey to figure out the pieces. The gamble is literally not knowing how it's gonna happen, but listening to that, uh, to those speeches and putting those pieces together, the idea from my head that I drew out, everything came together for me like 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 lightning, yo. I really can't explain it any other way. I had to just keep going with it and believe enough. Enough of my life had happened that it just made sense. I wasn't good at anything else. So that convinced me enough to just be like, what am I gonna what am I gonna lose betting on myself at this point? Might as well go all in. Uh, and that's where I've been on ever since. I, I definitely I definitely enjoy your commitment to everything you do. It's it's you know because it's like it's like that 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 Will uh, Will Smith Will Smith speech like you know you get into a marriage it could fail you know 
you get a new job, they can fire you. You know, uh, you get cancer, you can survive, right? There's all these endless possibilities of things that might happen, right? Mm. But if you're committed enough, they might not. You know, you know, you could roll to die, you could you could continue to roll to dice and, and uh, take a chance on your luck, or you can just fucking do the work and continue doing it. You know, each day that passes, you do it, you get better. You know, there's no such thing as talent. There's only commitment and work and progress, right? I definitely, I definitely, I get that a lot from you. You know, you, you're saying that like, you know, you don't know if you were good or not, but you're saying also saying fuck that. I'm gonna keep doing this, right? You know, my 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 story is kind of different. My told, you know, all my life, 32 years old, and everybody has told me I can't do shit. Mm. You know, and fuck that. What? You know that that list. Some people are just built different. Yeah, you know, uh, that 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 fucking like, you know, obviously, you know, if somebody can tell tells me I can't be a doctor, that's, yeah, I'm not gonna go fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna go eight years in college, right? It's different, <laughs> but like, doing it, it's it's he's fucking do it, you know, like a fucking knife commercial, right? Uh, so did this help you? Become, Ambition. Yeah. You want more. You want more. You know, you know, but define more. Because some motherfuckers will, will like they want a gold chain. They want a Maserati. You know, they just want money. You know, that you know, break that down, you know, like success. Break down success. Break success. People people identify success with money, right? Or shit, you know. I if I could be successful, boom, in my business, but I'm not successful in my marriage. I can't say I'm successful because to me, right. successful is a good husband, which I'm failing because you know, it, it's it's something that you continue to evolve, right? Being a father, if I'm a good father, that's successful to me. I'm fucking trying to raise a, a decent human being, you know. I could I, I could fucking have a thousand hundred whatever in my bank account, but that's. That's not successful to me. That's just me not worrying about fucking bills. And I can pay my friend my rent or mortgage or my car note, whatever on time. That speaks to a lot of different elements, brother. And to that note, you can't claim to be great out in the world and not be the same in your world in your world in your home and like you just described if things are just falling apart we don't need to name them off we just did if things are falling apart one by one how great are you really and that's not a shot that's not anything to say against you as a person that's literally speaking to this greatness foundation you're ultimately trying to project you can't claim to be great in one area of your life and then not worry about all others as well. It's one thing to focus on what you're good at and doubling down on that and not trying to force yourself to learn something that you you know is good for you, but it's only good for you monetary or, or money-wise. And so perspective really takes over in both brick by brick eventually you will have a wall but however you have to have the patience to build brick by brick 
then you have to have the drive to go day by day. Then you have to have the vision to see what you're even building at the end of whatever term you're doing it for. Nip, Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace, put me on the mentality of ownership. Put me on the mentality of buying up your own, becoming your own boss in that sense, aside from taking advantage of you know the industries that we know and love. And with that attitude, that mentality, I took on kind of like an attitude of a puff daddy. Or you get what I'm saying? It's like he's not satisfied with nothing he's got, bro. This man to this day is still eager and ready to keep going. And so that speaks to that speaks to a sense of not settling and not being content with everything you're yeah you're able to achieve if you feel like you've got more to give because it's not about how much you can keep for yourself it's about how much you can produce with the life that you continue to breathe and wake up to every day because this is a blessing the man upstairs can decide any day to take us up and say yo it's time to clock out so each new one is a brand new one to be grateful for towards the next one anyway having that attitude towards it all is 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 to me i'm not saying it's the only way to live or the best way to live but it's definitely one of the greatest ways i've been able to experience humbly up to now so it really man you just you got me goosebumps all up in here bro with these topics that we're talking about that's great was it like this like uh the, your brand inspire you to now be like a motivation speaker and whatnot like did that drive you to make that decision motivational speaking is one of my purposes competition right the bodybuilding competitions builds my physical builds my confidence and then i'm on a stage in front of people military background i already know how to delegate i was taught to and i was fine-tuned to a degree that i learned how to deal and control people from small groups to masses so learning and understanding control of a room entrepreneurship and just a nine to five drive and grind of the hustle and bustle that the military had me in so many different elements of my life and so many carefully thought out ideas that ultimately paid off up to now went into this whole concept this entire strategy that i'm you know that i'm really executing at this point motivational speaking you throw that in there it's no different than bodybuilding i'm on the stage performing my package put up i put together a package put it on the stage and left it there learning the business from the behind i'm doing vending i set up a table in the back now i got my merch now i got my products now i got my logo my brand my entire self is in two places at once controlling an entire uh, entity and idea to eventually produce it myself for others to do it better or to do cheaper or to do it or to have it or to you know access it simpler just you get what i'm you get what i'm going with everything i'm saying everything i've done up to this point has a major purpose and it's complemented everything i'm currently still doing it's like taking individual pieces to a grandfather clock just to ultimately put it together 
So motivational speaking complements bodybuilding, complements the brand that I'm selling merch out of, and it complements everything it comes, else it that I do. Circle. It comes full circle. God willing. God willing. That's beautiful, man. Everything you're doing, everything's just... It's beautiful, man. Keep keep fucking doing it. Keep grinding, you know. Uh, I was watching some, you know, uh, like, I don't know if it's TikTok or, or IG Reels. Like, like what, what got you started doing those small motivation speeches? Like, the same thing as, uh, as helping you to, to create, uh, help you in your... And your, um, I'm sorry, I'm having a brain fart. Um, and your, and your speech. I do it because I'm not the only one on this planet, man. And to me, putting everything we just talked about aside, all of that aside, it's my, it's one of my truest beliefs that we're put on this earth to do good works towards the next generation. We're here to tend the land that we were born into and gifted and inherited. It, it, it wasn't in the deal that we were gonna receive it the best way or the worst way. We got it the way we came into it and consciously understood it later on to adapt. So far in that journey, I'm realizing the people who look up to, the people who you come across throughout life, the lessons that you learn, the ups and the downs, the good and the bad, even the things that you yourself may destroy in your own life or in your journey because you we're not saints all boils down to how you react and how you do better within your character because by the time that you're done those footsteps you left behind are what people walk into so you're either going to tend the land and make it fruitful soil for others to be able to come up behind you or you're going to take from this land and bleed it dry so that the people behind you have to do even even harder work than you yourself did to get to where you got to so to me being a leader having success going places and doing things motivational speaking it's never about myself it's never for me I didn't grow up and have I didn't grow up with anybody. I had my mom and the best she and the best she could do. And this is the nineties. So internet wasn't even like the internet yet. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So I have no excuse. I'm I'm grateful that I'm alive. I'm grateful that I made it to this point. My job and my goal, despite my success or despite my failures, is to make sure that what I experienced is understandable enough for those behind me so they know they're not alone one they have something to build off of too and just overall it's my life and it's inspiring so i sit there and do nothing so so keep moving because it's beautiful so when you what you're saying is when it when it's when, when it's all said and done and it's time to clock out you tend to leave this world in a better place in a better situation that was given to you, mm. which is the goal. I think, I, I really think that one of the one of the biggest jokes of life is 
that you're only really here tending this thing to show either the best version of you or the worst. And that legacy is what ends up living on or dying out. We talk about a lot of people today still who aren't with us anymore. God rest all of their souls, each one I'm thinking about. Do you want to be a part of those that continue on through their names, through their works, through their legacies, through what we reap off of today? It's, it's Hispanic History Month. Let's not forget it. And there's reasons for all of that. Also, why I did my brand as well. There's a lot of history that I, I want us to own back for ourselves again. Or... Are you just going to go through life, go through the motions, deal with your nine to five, be programmed, whatever other people want to call it. I'm not trying to politicize anything, but are you just going to do the bare minimum because this is what you're okay with? And even those are sometimes okay if that's how you feel you're most satisfied because at the end of the day, your perspective, do you feel like you've done enough with your life? If, if, if not, go forth. If you have God bless. Just don't force yourself upon anyone else who isn't wanting of it. You feel what I mean? Mm-hmm. 100%. I got you. I got you 100%. <laughs> Some deep shit, man. Like, so, like, what do you listen to? What, what motivates you, like, music-wise? What do you listen to? I listen to rap, rap, hip hop. It's been my, it's in my blood, yo. I I don't really listen. I listen to everything. At this point, I have tasted every uh, a lot of music, but my my heart and soul is always hip hop, hip hop and and just oldies. Um, but I listen to audiobooks. I listen to motivational speeches. I listen and watch literally everything that has my interest and the the reason behind that is because i started off with the ability to like kind of break some stuff down and build it back up to make sense to me on why i would sell it or why i would you know mess with it or put it on and so going off of that approach i watch cartoons <laughs> i read books I'm a comic book nerd. Uh, I'm an athletic. The gym is my muse. Um, I have friends still here and friends past and that I love to the core of me. And, bro, anything that catches my interest in all of those things, and I'm sure there's plenty more if I sit there and think long enough, is what I'll sit and listen to. It's not just music or you know one little lane i feel my brain growing in that way was like just a sign to keep doing it that way and so letting it expand further it's kind of where i'm at so so when you do you sit down and write speeches like when you go on these events and and you know you, you're about to spit some facts like, do you, do you, like, is it, is it something that comes up or, or you actually sit there and, and, you know, write that down, pen and paper? I'll tell you right now. Okay, right? <laughs> as soon as a word comes up to mind, as soon as a sentence comes up to mind, I write it down. 
paragraph. I'm watching a movie. If it inspires me enough, you know, if I'm watching Denzel for five minutes and I like what he's saying, I'm going off, bro. I'm in there. I don't, I don't care how it comes out. It's just coming out and I'll, you know, edit it later. But yeah, bro, it's, 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 it's a weird chemical mix of things that just happens. Um, and it comes out as poetry to me. Motivational speaking is one thing. Poetry is another. Um, that to me, that was like the only subject I was good at in high school, English. And everything else was garbage. I'm not even lying to you. Um, so I, I would write poetry in, in high school to myself in my own corners. I had a, I had a weird knack to blend in with the crowds, but at the same time, I never belonged to any crowd. So having that to myself, I was just always able to pour into a pen and paper my emotions that I wasn't able to either relate with anyone else or share with anyone else. And and that another moment, man, that that saved me from myself in a lot of in a lot of situations that I'm grateful I, I made it out of. Um so that process just happens inspiration can come from anything and if you're if you try to live your life as unjudgmental as you can it'll start flowing like you like nobody's business it's just are you do you care enough to write it down and make something and i do or don't just depends on the person and what uh, at what point you felt like you found your you found yourself like as a person like it's a lot of like I, I, I'm hearing a story and it's like me and you are not that different right and I you know just you know we're loner and you know you you know you felt like you didn't know things and you know you joined you went to you know you you went on this adventure and joined the military and learned so much and opened new doors when it comes to uh speaking and branding and, and just in general like at what point you felt like all right i know who i am i knew who i was i knew who i was at the age of nine when i first learned that i didn't have a dad and when i already knew that school was not for me mm. I knew knowing those two things, I built off of those two simple facts, like like a seed being planted and growing over time and watching that process grow. So it's like those two things grew me into not a cold person, but a, but a calculated individual that eventually morphed into a fly on the wall and then that, for some reason, I was able to soak in whatever info was meant to me. Because it's not like I just chose these things, you know? Life happens, and you either, when you sit still, you pay attention to what happened to you for the better, or you pay attention so that you can play on a stage and, and you know, get, get the sympathy, the sympathy roses. It just depends on what your fancy is. I did not want to spend my life being rescued by everything and everyone and mostly because I did have friends that in my neighborhood were like close we were like to this day we were still brothers brothers and sisters um, 
I'm not saying that they would follow me around or anything like that, but like, you know, you know, you feel like you're a ringleader when you're a ringleader. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you know, you're a leader when you're a leader. It's I'm, I don't need to like boost my ego or say anything amazing to I just knew stuff you know I just yeah. knew I felt that like people listened to me some did some didn't others questioned others didn't but like those that I knew would listen and value what I was saying I had I had a comfort in being able to just work with that and I never felt like I couldn't listen to other people's ideas so just those different elements me noticing that myself and then noticing how other people operated without noticing those things like I did, how they would fall. So I learned from those things so that I wouldn't have to repeat those things myself later. And of course, your own experiences because you will fall in your own ways throughout your life. But it was just like so many different mix, uh, mixtures of things. If I really sat down with you, bro, it, we would sit for like a solid two, three hours just breaking down so much. Breaking office simplistics uh, breaking down moments and where you realized straight up Shit. I, and and I know that feeling wanting to that just wanting to do that is is what you just need is, is all you really need wanting to do that from a humble place because you can easily become conceited or self-absorbed or self-centered but yeah, understanding why you want to. But you know, when you have, when you, be, when when you believe in yourself, first of all, when you're starting like you, an entrepreneur like me, you, you know, you're your number one fan, right? So you know where you're capable. You know how far you will go, right? Being committed. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you, you know, when you have, you have that high belief in yourself. You know, sometimes without knowing, it comes out arrogant and cocky. You know. And it's just, you know, you just fucking believe in yourself. 100%. You know? That challenge, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you have to learn this lesson of acceptance. You have to accept that there are going to be people who only see it as that side of that coin. And the rest who do see it the way you know you're living it, you're doing your life. It's really challenging for a lot of people trying to live these journeys to self-accept things they have no control of. It's like you want the good that it looks like, you know, ah, speech, speaking, motivation, uh, success, entrepreneurship. But when you really get in that mud and then you start to understand how much of yourself you have to sacrifice because you're nowhere near the caliber that you need to be to earn those things yet. It's, it's, it's hauntingly realizing. It's like, wakes you up. Betting on yourself, you are jumping off of a cliff. There's no, there's no hiding from yourself. It doesn't work any other way, at least not long term. Yeah. It's like, um, I had a discussion with my wife, right? Like, when uh, I've never heard this until, like, uh, like I moved here and started living here. When somebody tells me, when somebody says, uh, and and like, I'm I'm trying to do this uh, the best way. It's they say, and what I'm not entitled to my feeling, my feelings, and 
and they always say it when um, it's something presented to that is not their way. And and you are you are one hundred percent entitled to your feelings. And I feel as my opinion that when somebody says that, because usually it always comes up in a situation when uh, they're basically not in control or it's not to their liking, it's Mm -hmm. their ego speaking rather than understanding the moment. Right. So, right, you're entitled to your feelings 100%. However, you're also equally entitled to everything that comes with it. Whether you know what all those things are or not is not my fault. You know exactly what you want to acknowledge is totally within your control without acknowledging everything else that you create or produce in doing so with whatever energy you're bringing it. And you're not gonna find too many people that are gonna care to admit to themselves that they're the, that there's some level of a monster especially when they're trying to throw themselves the pity party. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that's some real shit right there, bro. Just lived experiences, bro. <laughs> it's life, man. There's only one. You got to live it, good or bad. It's not... It's, it's not how you go through the journey is how you're able to overcome your journey and the obstacle within it you know praise be to the most high and just keep you know going through it you know because if you don't do it then who's gonna do it for you right bro pero todo el mundo tiene opiniones but the, <laughs> Opinions are like people just like opinions are like people when they judge. It's always gonna have people gonna judge because you as a person sometimes you come out as judgmental and you don't even want to. It's just you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it's always gonna circulate, you know. It's, it's how do you move on from that shit? Are you gonna let that shit, you know, in back of your head and let that shit just simmer in and continue to drive you crazy? Or are you gonna move on from it? You know, one thing I've learned uh at least th- this year, like not to take myself that serious. It's not because shit is not that serious. You know? Mm. It's not. That's that's something that I've had to take on for myself too, man. Um in response to a lot of like a lot of a, a lot of things that just were surprises and you know, like life, I did not expect. But that only comes from self-understanding, self-awareness, and all any one of those things, self-love, any one of those things only comes from actual individual work, personal development, like I said, because that word, those words spiral around a lot. Mm-hmm. They're very popular, so I'm really not trying to, like, drown them in there too much, but... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's it's not something that you're gonna achieve without giving up the 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 biggest thing you don't expect to give up. I'll say that. Yeah. The the thing that you don't expect to give is the thing you're more than likely gonna give to get this side of that life that you're looking at. 
especially if, if you want to get to this side of life. I, I love how people say, um, especially when they write this book, these books about uh, self-development, they, they, they write it as uh, they're teaching you how to be self-development rather than this is how I uh, started my journey of self-development. You get what I'm saying? So 100%. it goes back to our previous uh, earlier in the conversation where what are you saying and how are you saying it? You know, you could read tons of these self-development books. They're trying to teach you something that, you know, each person is different. Some of them mm-hmm. are impactful and motivating. Some is like, dude, you know, it was a, it was a piece, a piece of carriage. Uh, just eat it. It's not that serious. You know, what you're saying and how you're saying it can speak to external, mm-hmm. how you hear it and how you receive it can speak to internal. We all carry both. Mm-hmm. How we carry them is the challenge versus what the ego tells us we're doing. So it's either telling us, you're doing great, you're fine, or you're just terrible at everything. And you might not be. Meaning, life is just complex overall. And if we just understand that, that even in those answers, we're going to understand that there's not going to be an answer to the next. It's a matter of moving like water, like Bruce Lee says. If you put water in a cup, it becomes a cup. If you put water in any other object, yeah, it becomes that, that object. That That's so crazy because uh, that is fucking crazy, right? That is crazy because I had the same concept with jujitsu. Right, mm. I, we were we were. Um, uh, I think it was, it's like fucking a couple of weeks ago. We were practicing the back take, right? So we, you know, one goes in the front, we're in the back, and either how to get him from the back or how to escape when somebody got you in the back, right? So I'm in the back, and I was basically, I don't want to say choking them out, but it was difficult for them to get out, right? And my, I wasn't, my response was basically, how do you drown in still water? If the water is still, how can you drown? There's no wind, there's nothing moving it. How do you drown? You drown you're basically drowning yourself. You're, you're letting your mind take the best out of you. So you're getting anxiety, you're stressing yourself and, and you're trying to, you know, overextend yourself for energy and you're just powering and that's, you know, you get a cramp, you can't swim, boom, you drown yourself. The first thing they tell you when you learn uh, to swim is how to float. Just let it be, be still. One of my quotes is, nothing in this world has any meaning except the meaning you give it. Mm-hmm. That's deep. It speaks to the whole thing, bro. It's, it's, it's the yin and yang. I'm not trying to like break no religious people's heads or nothing, but this is just my one, one man's humble opinion. I believe we are the God and the devil, all within self. Facts, yes, yes. And, and and how we live that out and every vessel, single day. And this vessel is our prison. And this vessel is our prison, and we choose who we want to be. There's a playing field. There's a go. Choose who you want to be. You got to learn some lessons. 
of the same cloth and of the same mentality. You will only recognize what's meant for you, not what's meant for everyone else. We. I'm not trying to like sit here and mother goose you all night, bro. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy. Everything that's going so so dope. It's it's insane. You're, you're up here. We're right here. Yeah, man. One hundred percent, bro. <laughs> but that's th- those are you know those are deep deep intellectual conversations that I'm sure you sometimes just space out for fucking quite some times and you're spacing out but you're, you're having this TikTok this this chess game in your head on this uh, mm. uh, full of roads right this road and you're trying to see which road an invisible will take you right it's it's these are conversations that people don't have which is these Agreed. are deep life these are this is conversation about life there's not astrology there's not religion this is not fucking i don't know business this is deep conversations about life that are a healthy conversation that i feel like each individual needs needs that hmm. they choose not to they 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 choose to be in the duh and and, and you know i tell you bro comfort comfort is I don't want to. I don't want to misquote this or, or offend anybody again. But comfort to me is one of the biggest detriments to progression. When you're comfortable, you have every reason under the sun to deny, denounce, or completely ignore right or wrong. It again, you know, depending on where you're at in life. For me individually, like. I know something's wrong if I'm too comfortable where I'm at. And I'm not just applying, I'm not applying it to like every little thing, but where it matters, that just speaks clearly to continuing to want to progress. And it's like the same thing in the gym. You're not going there just to be, you're not going there to be comfortable. You look good, but it's not because you've been sitting all day, you know, sipping my ties and whatnot and getting fed or, you know, being given towels or treatments. You're in there under pressure. A diamond is gorgeous, but the way you make that mug, you would not want to be a diamond unless you knew that's what you were about to become. And so with that concept in mind, pressure is necessary for anything that you're striving for in life. You have to show your, you have to show, excuse me, you have to show your worth like in the face of the thing you're claiming you want. It's like your own dream, your own drive, your own want, like your own goal is what you're serving to. Like that's what you're ultimately bowing down to. You're either gonna bow down and know that you have to do all of these things to get there or you're going to succumb to everything this pride is telling you, this ego is telling you that you have this comfort and never make it anywhere. But again, it starts within. I, I feel that 100%, bro. It's it's amazing. This has probably been the, the most uh, deep inner thought conversation I've had in 40 episodes. <laughs> I'm humble, bro. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that I, I, I find. You know, it's very special when I find somebody. It's rare. It's fucking rare. I, I mean that with all the whole. It's rare. 
to find, you know, same understanding and things, you know, because a lot of people just go, duh, or, you know, go on their phone and, and see what the Kardashians are doing. You know, it's easier. So, yeah. It's, it's the longevity and shit, you know, and the longevity in life. That's what you want. You want to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Not now, because now is what you need to learn. So when you get there, you're able to appreciate each and every fruit or vegetable that's in front of you. And you can pick them instead of go out and buy them. That sounds beautiful. That sounds beautiful. I, I want it so bad so that I can just give it back, you know? Can you believe that? Like, I want it so bad so I can just give it away. Yeah. At the end of this minute, that's that's... That's that's my whole thing. My existence is gonna amount to that. I don't care who laughs at me, who believes me, who doesn't. At the end of this day, and at the end of this life, everything that I sacrifice and everything that I build towards it, it's to give it back. Yeah. You can't you can't take it you know you can't take it with you. Can't take it with you nowhere. You can only give it back. You're either gonna give it in the best condition or the worst condition. I choose the best. I want to give it back to everything and everyone who's ever shown me kindness, ever stood up for me, ever helped me with homework, ever became my friend, ever told me they cared about me, ever actually looked out for me. Any and every individual and I've been doing this for years now since I've been out of the military. Anybody that I felt has had a major impact in helping me become the person I am today, I have made sure to let know how much I still appreciate to this day what moment in time I would even be talking about. And those things, those moments, those needed reassurances are why I'm here doing this amazing stuff speaking to amazing people like you, you because I didn't do it alone this was always community made this was never self made and I am not shy about that and aside that is I feel is one of the biggest messages I'll be able to share for the rest of my life and I'm grateful for that I appreciate you and your time, bro. For real, for real. I appreciate you. I'm going to start calling you the prophet. You speak as a prophet. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's been a great time, man. Uh, we definitely have to do this again. Uh, hopefully, next time we have better connection. Uh, oh. Wi-Fi through the roof, I hope. Yes. Uh <laughs> It's it's definitely a, a memorable episode. I'll tell you that much. It's I'm telling you, it's right here. It's right here. I appreciate your time, brother. Um, Thank you, man. I wanted to ask you before before we 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 go. Um, are you one of the 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 people that are in the gym and hog up all the bench press? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you this much. I hate going to the gym. <laughs> if like Monday's arm or Tuesday's chest. Every, every, I, I, so when I used to go to the gym, every day was so, the same person was chest day. That's all they did. Hit him with the chest. That's all. I feel you. 
Bro, I'm the dude that on chest day, I'm doing back or legs. Word, bro. I prefer doing the work that nobody else even pays attention to so that I can reap the benefits that no everybody else aspires to. Facts. That's how you that's that's how I was when I used to hit the gym, bro. I used to love leg day. I couldn't walk after, but it was good. <laughs> so I yes, I hog a bench press, not all of them. <laughs> Yeah, tell the people where they can find you at. You can find me on you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube under EJM underscore aesthetics. Facebook, Elvis Malcolm King Matos. My uh, website is called EJM Aesthetics you can find uh, physical products and physical merch at 517 Boston Street in Lynn, Massachusetts. That's where me and my partner, Grizz Gear, shout out to Grizz Gear, shout out to Chad. Uh, that's where me and my partner work out of. Uh, and yeah, man, uh, YouTube, same thing. Elvis MK Matos, I appreciate your time, bro. Oh, I have a podcast as well called... Yes. Body build towards peace and love. I've been working on that for a while. Um, a lot of my methods, a lot of just my real self gets poured into all of that. And at the end of the day, it's just content for anyone and everyone who sees it and looks for it and can find use for it in their own life and enrich themselves and get better. That's what we're all about here. Elevate each other so we can get uh, get better together. There you go, y'all. Go, go. We'll support the Prophet Matos. Once again, brother, thank you for joining me. Uh, it's been a, it was a amazing and memorable conversation. Uh, I had a pleasure. You know where to find me. You need me. Support. I'm right there. And uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Likewise. Wow. You too, brother.